Welcome to Lifespring Hymn Stories, the podcast that tells you the stories behind some of the church's greatest hymns. My name is Steve Webb, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining me today. I have to say, it's been great getting back to recording Lifespring Hymn Stories. YouTube has proven to be a great resource to find music that can be played on a podcast without a ton of copyright hassles. Most of the old hymns are in the public domain, so that's not a problem, but most recorded performances are copyrighted, so I can't just grab any recording and play it for you here. I have to get permission from whoever owns the copyright to that performance. Well, since there are many independent artists on YouTube, all I normally need to do is email them to ask permission. In most cases, I get a pretty quick reply, so that's wonderful. I'm grateful to each one who gives permission, and I encourage you to support their music if you hear it here on the show. I'll put links to their videos on YouTube on the show notes page, and if they have a website, I'll put a link to their website as well. Do me a favor and visit their YouTube channel and like their videos and even consider subscribing to their channel. Maybe even buy their music. Hey, what an idea. Today's hymn is Revive Us Again. I think you're really going to like the performance by today's artists. But before I play that for you, let me tell you the story behind the song. The lyrics of Revive Us Again were written by William P. McKay, and the music is by John J. Husband. It was written in 1863. In his own words, here's the testimony of Scottish Dr. W.P. McKay, author of Revive Us Again. My dear mother had been a godly, pious woman, quite often telling me of the Savior and many times I had been a witness to her wrestling in prayer for my soul's salvation. But nothing had made a deep impression on me. The older I grew, the more wicked I became. One day, a seriously injured laborer was brought into the hospital. The case was hopeless. He seemed to realize his condition, for he was fully conscious, and asked me how long he would last. I gave him my opinion in as cautious a manner as I could. I asked him if he had any relatives whom I could notify. The patient shook his head. His only wish was to see his landlady, because he owed her a small sum, and also wished to bid her farewell. He also requested his landlady send him the book. I went to see him on my regular visits at least once a day. What struck me most was the quiet, almost happy expression constantly on his face. After the man died, some things about the deceased affairs were to be attended to in my presence. A nurse asked, what shall we do with this, holding up a book in her hand? What kind of book is it, I asked. The Bible of a poor man, she said. As long as he was able to read it, he did so. And when he was unable to do so any more, he kept it under his bed cover. I took the Bible, and could I trust my eyes? It was my own Bible. The Bible which my mother had given me when I left my parents' home, and which later, when short of money, I sold for a small amount. My name was still in it, written in my mother's hand. With a deep sense of shame, I looked upon the precious book. It had given comfort and refreshing to the unfortunate man in his last hours. It had been a guide to him into eternal life, so that he had been enabled to die in peace and happiness. And this book, the last gift of my mother, I had actually sold for a ridiculous price be it sufficient to say that the regained possession of my Bible was the cause of my conversion.
Wasn't that a fun version? It really has a celebratory tone, doesn't it? Revive us again. That was the Akins, a father, David, and his two sons, Nick and Eli. If you like what you heard, check out their website at akinsministry.com. That's A-K-I-N-S ministry.com. Links to their website and to this video on YouTube are on the show notes page at hymnstories.lifespringmedia.com. As always, I want to thank Pastor Robert J. Morgan for giving his permission to use his books, Then Sings My Soul, Volumes 1 and 2, as the source material for Lifespring Hymn Stories. Without his permission, this show might not exist. Check out his books wherever books are sold. And if there's a hymn that you'd like to know the background story of, drop me a line at steve at lifespringmedia.com. I'll do my best to find the story and a version of the hymn that I can play on the show. In the meantime, you'd be doing me a great favor if you'd write a review at the iTunes store and the Apple Podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts if they have a reviews section. Speaking of where you get your podcasts, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and be aware that Lifespring Hymn Stories is but one of nine shows available at LifespringMedia.com. There are over 2,000 episodes there, and 99.99% of them are all evergreen, meaning that they have as much application to life today as they did the day they were recorded. There are interviews, I narrated the Bible several times, there's a fun music show, and more. Check them out at lifespringmedia.com. And if you have a business that needs a voice, I'd love to talk to you about voicing a video, radio, or TV commercial, or whatever sort of project you have in mind. Email me at the studio at studio at stevewebvoiceovers.com. Thank you so much for being with me today. Next week, we'll look at the story behind the hymn, Jesus, Lover of My Soul by Charles Wesley. Until then, may God bless you richly. I'm Steve Webb. Bye.